Ooh, Trixie, this is lovely, isn't it? Just us on the sofa, listening to hound sounds. You're listening to Hound Sounds, telling stories, great and small, of dogs around the world. Hound Sounds is supported by Lily's Kitchen, who make proper food for dogs. Hello, I'm Kate Ball. When I heard All Seeing, All Doing, Tony Brown Griffin and her dog Hetty, I was so moved and amazed at the intelligence and willingness of Hetty the dog to help her owner, Tony, cope with being epileptic and blind. Hetty, find a toy. Up, 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 up. Find it. Go on, My name's Tony Brown Griffin. I have a diagnosis of epilepsy and I'm also registered blind. And with me is my daughter, Grace, my working assistance dog, who is Hetty, and she's a guide dog, but also a support dog, trained to alert to imminent epileptic seizures. And with my daughter is Merlin, who is a Springer Cross Spaniel, who is also a support dog, and he's a trained autism assistance dog. Why don't you take his head collar off now? No. No, you want him on, We've also got Arthur, who I think has gone to bed after his walk, who is my retired seizure alert dog. But everybody gets along and sort of helps each other and makes life an awful lot easier than it would be without them. I have two types of seizure. One type is where I will just be vacant, so I will continue to be standing, walking or doing whatever I'm doing, but I'm actually not consciously aware of what I'm doing. And the other type of seizure is more the classic type of seizure where I'd fall to the ground and convulse, which I think most people think that's what epilepsy is. But there are about 42 different types of seizure. My dogs over the years have been taught to give me alerts in the region of 40 minutes to my major seizures and for the minor seizures about 15 minutes. But they'll give me a different alert to what type of seizure I'm about to have. So I know whether I need to find somewhere very discreet that I can lie down and let the seizure pass or get home if I'm close enough or where I just need to go and find a cafe or somewhere quiet to sit and let the seizure pass. So the dogs are absolutely fundamental to my independence in the fact that I can plan around my epilepsy to a great degree because I know they're going to happen without a dog. I was scared to walk up the road because there was an unknown quantity to it. And the fear of having seizures often brings more seizures on because it's the complete not knowing, the complete unpredictability of about it that that makes it a very stressful condition. There's a number of different factors that they believe are what the dogs are picking up on. And that could be changing muscle tone in the face, it could be changing heart rate, it could be changing body temperature, it could be changing scent. There are so many little things. But basically, the dogs are trained to pick up minute physiological changes in the person, key into those, and learn which of those happen prior to a seizure. And that is why they can alert differently to different seizures, because they can identify those different patterns. For seizure alert dogs, the seizure is the ultimate goal and they get very, very excited about it, as they do with dinner or going for a walk. The first seizure alert dogs trained in the UK, I think I had number three. And I can remember sitting in a car in Sheffield thinking, why the hell am I up here? Training with this bonkers woman that's telling me she's going to train my dog. 
to tell me that I'm going to have a seizure. And at the time that I went off and trained with the dog, there weren't dogs out there that were currently doing the job. It was a very new thing, but we kind of were so desperate with our lives turned completely upside down. I'd been medically retired. We had nothing to lose and potentially everything to gain. So I went off to train, but we weren't actually sure that it was going to work or that it would take us on the journey that we'd been on. But the option would have been to become housebound and really for life to have shut down. Sorry, (laughs) postman, I think. Hetty is my all. I think the things that brought it home to me a lot is when I've done the school run without her and I've had to use this silly white stick. The school run, when I do it with Hetty, she goes round all the idiots parked on the pavements and, and she does it so smoothly. When you use a cane, you don't have that benefit. You, you know, idiots parked on the pavement, you walk into them, a van parked on the pavement with its door open, your cane goes underneath and you smack into it. Overhanging branches, you get them tangled in your hair. Well, I don't even know they're there with Hetty because she so smoothly takes me round things and, and does it so well that I have to admit when I've done the route with my long cane I've often ended up in tears because it is so stressful and not only that with a route when you're using a cane you have to constantly think almost every placement of every foot and you can't stop and think what am I going to do for dinner because in that time you've actually lost where you are on route and you don't know where it is anymore and that that minute lapse of concentration is have i have i crossed three have i crossed three roads have i have i done two have i done the step whereas with hetty i can say to her find me the curb find me the step find me the door and we're instantly almost back to where we should be now obviously with the seizure it used to be with my epilepsy i could glance around and say okay i'm in london bridge station i'm in wherever i can't do that now Hetty's actually my fourth dog, supplied by guide dogs, because she's the first dog in the UK to be trained as both a seizure alert dog and a guide dog. So she was selected from guide dog stock as a dog that potentially had the capabilities of also being a seizure alert dog. Often, seizure alert dogs are pulled out of rescue, and they choose the dogs in rescue that often are the dogs that shred people's houses. Now, they often shred the people's house because they don't want to be left. They want to be with their person. And when you keep that dog with its person, it loses the shredding behaviour, which is often distressed behaviour at being left alone. So it's the sort of dog that, you know, when you sit down, Hetty is actually laying on my foot. She loves to be in contact with me. If we're sat on a bus, she'll often sit with her chin resting on my knee. You're listening to Hound Sounds, telling stories great and small of dogs around the world. Hound Sounds is supported by Lily's Kitchen, who make proper food for dogs. Hetty looks like she's a black Labrador. Although when you look a little bit closer, she looks a bit wrong to be a black Labrador. She's nice and slim. She's got an incredibly shiny coat. Her ears are a little bit long for a Labrador and her tail is a little bit wiggly for a Labrador. And that's because she's actually a golden retriever cross Labrador. She's an extremely loving girl. Her nickname when she came to us was Pocket Rocket, which her puppy walkers had given her. We've nicknamed her Turbo because she loves running as fast as fast as she can. And in fact, even in harness, she's pretty speedy. But she is a very loving, caring girl. She loves working. 
coming back from Sheffield a couple of weeks ago, she was taking me up the long escalator at London Bridge Tube and she alerted to an absence, which to me was amazing. It, using an escalator can be quite a stressful, intensive thing on the London Underground at rush hour. And it was just a nonchalant head on my knee, whereas you don't know you're going to have a seizure in 15 minutes. And it was just sort of a, she's so ultra cool with everything. And I, I wouldn't have thought that she'd have been able to with the intensity of the work that she's doing guide-wise. She is an amazing little dog. And, you know, when people have asked me about her, she is a phenomenal little dog. And I couldn't have wished for her to be any better. She is just my little perfect girl. You okay, Grace? Come here, Hetty. I've got two children, both of whom have autistic spectrum disorder. They don't have to experience the stress of me having unpredictable seizures. And in fact, for major seizures, they don't even have to experience ever seeing it because Hetty can give me a warning and I can remove myself to a safe place. And so for children, obviously, that have fairly high anxiety, having a Hetty in place is absolutely paramount for their sanity, I think. Come on, you can do it. Up. Yeah! Come on, boys. Up. I'm Grace, and this is Merlin. He is a Sprinter Spaniel across Labrador. Sprinter He is black and white with <laughs> over a million. I've not actually managed to count them. Over a million spots on him. I have autism, dyscalculate, dyslexia, ADHD. I can normally say it, but... Wait, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. It means I get hyper very easily. He's so soft. Have I got the right spot, Merlin? Yeah. We love each other. Let's say that. He makes me feel like I'm not alone at night. He definitely understands me so much. Merlin and Grace are actually very similar temperamentally. Merlin is very excitable and and very full on, as is Grace. And in fact, if dogs were diagnosed with ADHD, then I'm sure he'd get a diagnosis of it. But the nice thing about Merlin is, and because he's trained as an autism assistance dog, is Grace will often be running when we're on a dog walk. She'll often have him on the lead and she'll run ahead. But Merlin gets to a critical point and he'll then actually sit down and he'll wait until Grace shouts back to me, Mom, can I go further? And I can say, yes, you can or no, come back. And he's got this wonderful ability that it's them together. And on holiday this year, on the campsite, it was quite interesting to see that when Merlin had a busy day on the beach, chasing seagulls, as Merlin does, Grace went up to the playground on her own. And actually, on those occasions, Grace came back very tearful and very down. But on the occasions where Merlin hadn't done much that day, and I said she could pop him up to the playground with her, she always came back with a friend. And it's really nice to know that Merlin's kind of that bridge for her. He's a little dog that's always up for anything, even if it's a potter down the road. He'll jump the same jump in the garden a hundred times. He never says to Grace, you know what, I'm a bit tired today. Off they go together and they are very much a team and look out for each other. (laughs) Okay, I will. Okie dokie, I'll catch you later then.
Okay, love you. Bye. I spend more time with my dogs than I do with my husband. And I do think that there is an aspect that I have to make sure that my husband gets time as well. Which, And he's, I mean, he very much appreciates what the dogs do for us as a family. And I can remember after I trained with my first dog, my husband used to ring me 10 or 20 times a day from work. And he'd been at the point that he was going to give up work to become my main carer because I'd set the kitchen on fire and I'd fallen downstairs and had a number of incidents and accidents that were making it almost untenable for him to be not with me. And we heard about support dogs and I trained with my first dog and within about three months, I was suddenly off, out and shopping. And we had to buy an answer phone because prior to having a seizure alert dog, I'd not gone anywhere. So every time my husband rang, if he didn't get an answer, he'd come home because I'd either be in status or I'd be in a crumpled heap somewhere. And suddenly having a seizure alert dog, I was out. And it took him a little while to adjust to realise, actually, do you know what? The dog has got everything in sort of in that side under control. And the dog back then was also taught to ring an ambulance. And that gave my husband a lot of reassurance, knowing that the dog could, you know, summon an ambulance for me. So he now only rings me at lunchtime. There is a real financial value to the dogs. If I didn't have a seizure alert dog, I would have to have 24-7 care when my husband is at work. So I think each of my working dogs has saved the public purse purely just on care costs in the region of 2.7 million per working dog. So that's sort of 10 plus million over my four dogs' working lives, which that is just care costs for care whilst my husband is at work. If you then put on the additional cost that each time an ambulance is called, each time you have x-rays, you're admitted to hospital and all that side, which again is massively reduced by having a seizure alert dog. The implications for the public purse is each of these dogs save the public purse an absolute fortune. All Seeing, All Doing, Tony Brown Griffin and her dog Hetty was produced by Kate Bland with music and mixing by Chris O'Shaughnessy. Other Houndsound pack members are Beth Clayton, Dom Rorty and Andy Pritchard and our editor is Kate Bland. If you think you've got a great dog story and you want to join the pack at Houndsounds, please get in touch from wherever you are in the world. There are details on the Houndsounds website houndsounds.co.uk